but eventually when you have a problem like you know your plumbing or, or your pipes are, are broken and your house is getting flooded right now guess what you're not gonna i'm not gonna say the word you're not gonna check anybody right now you're just gonna pick up the phone and you're gonna call somebody you're gonna shout come here now welcome to uptech report this is our applied tech series. Uptech Report is sponsored by TerraLeap. Learn how to leverage the power of video at terraleap.io. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Didi Azaria, who's based in Israel. He's the CEO of WorkIs. Good to have you on, Didi. Hi there. How are you today? Doing good. I'm excited for our conversation. Now, your platform, WorkIs, is all around to help field service businesses in their scheduling and management. So it's a, a, a scheduling and management software, and you're focused on the uh, service business areas of like locksmiths, junk removal, carpet cleaning, garage door repairs, appliance repair industries, all that whole space. So if you're a CEO of, of, of a field service business, this might be a platform you're going to want to check out. Now, help me understand, where did the beginning, did the genesis of this idea begin? And what was the problem that you guys saw? So being a locksmith, I mean, 20 years ago, myself, I mean, riding in, in, in traffic, Awful traffic at a 405. I mean, LA is not is known for its great traffic, right? And um, I don't know if I can say it, you know, but it's it's not a public station, so let's let's do that. I mean, you, you sit in the car and you have nowhere to pee, and it's like four hours drive, or uh, so you take a bottle, right? Um, this is just a tiny uh, example of all the challenges that that the field service guy, the guy that actually serves your home. When you're in stress, when you, you have no patience for them, but still, I mean, this is what I experienced the entire day, right? There are millions of things like that. Uh, my partners, the founders of the company, Don and Erez, basically had the same experience just in a different city in, in San Diego. Um, I mean, experiencing traffic, experiencing, you know, uh, paper maps like uh, uh, the, the Thomas Cook guides, right? They had no GPS. Once, once we saw, you know, smartphones coming in, they, they had like four or five different phone numbers for each of the advertisements they, they ran. It's all, all in their packets, right? You need to make sure they're, they're charged and you need to make sure that each phone has the right, you know, uh, vocal. Basically, you, you pick up the phone and, hey, this is uh, San Diego. Hey, this is LA. You need to figure it out, right? Everything is very manual back in the days. Um, surprisingly, 20 years later, it's still very manual for about 70% of the market. So if you're a plumber, if you're a locksmith, a uh, garage door, it doesn't matter. Most of the work is being done on pen and paper. And that's, you know, this is- A lot, a lot of wasted business. time and effort <laughs> when it comes down to that. Yeah, well, you see guys that are holding all their invoices in, in a, you know, shoebox. And it, when, when the, the year comes to an end and you need to pay your taxes or whatever, you need to start get over those invoices. and. And suddenly you figured out that you're missing like thousands of dollars that people just didn't pay you. We, we cannot see that happen. I mean, as, as a businessman, this is painful for me. And our goal is basically to turn this, you know, craft people to business people uh, without them even realizing that. That's the real magic of, of uh, working. Well, I, I think a lot of craft people, they, they come into this maybe of, of doing a great job and they're like, I can, I can run a business now on this, but it's, it's a whole other mindset and effort to have to manage that. So what you're trying to provide is, is the business side sort of handles itself. Like how, how much is it truly automated and where's the direction for that you guys are headed? So 
So we, we are a CRM, you know, in, a, in actual we're a CRM, but we're in a unique CRM because we see communication as, uh, as the beginning and end of any job. So you cannot fix any plumbing issue without speaking to the customer first or even having them, you know, book you over the website. It doesn't matter. It's all different forms of communication. And understanding that we build work is as a communication and then the CRM platform. So they are married together and every different bit and byte where we use, you know, you have a voicemail or you send an email or you create a job, everything is attached to communication. And when, once we do that, we have easier life to maintain better customer relationship. And as a result, better reviews and vice versa, more customers, better customers and so on. It's, it's the magic of communication. Uh, which uh, has not gone. I mean, even with all the chat apps these days, you know, people are using WhatsApp, Snapchat, and so on. But eventually, when you have a problem, like, you know, your plumbing or, or your pipes are, are broken and your house is getting flooded right now, guess what? You're not going to, I'm not going to say the word, you're not going to chat anybody right now. You're just going to pick up the phone and you're going to call somebody, you're going to shout, come here now, because you see your house destroyed. So this is what, what we do. We serve the on-demand market, uh, US and Canada mainly, whether it's your locksmith when you're locked out of your house or plumbing when, you know, uh, you know, a big disaster like this happens. In my case, it's just, you know, a cockroach on the bed. I'm going to call a pest control. I'm going to be really stressed about it. <laughs> Get those bugs be gone. You, you oh, yeah. touch on a great point, I think, of what is the role of technology? Right. Is, is it where to remove the human so we can't talk to another person? Now we're talk, talking to bots or whatever. And people want to pick up the phone and call somebody. But to help a business, like where, where is the space technology supposed to be helping? Making like, what would you say? Where is the role? I think uh, maybe Uber is, is the best example. Uber and Uber Eats and there, there are other platforms these days. But uh, we got used to, you know, hit a button, uh, you know, on the, on the app and, and the taxi gets there uh, immediately. But how many times, I mean, be honest with yourself, how many times you actually call the driver and say, I'm not here, I'm on the other side. Where are you, man? I mean, I see you. Why are you, why are you doing all these uh, roundabouts? And communication is a crucial layer in our relationship, even with all this automation. It happens when you order food. It happens when you take a cab and, and, and vice versa. I mean, you need to create to, to, to bring more technology to the what we call the uh, no technology markets. Uh, you need to make them more efficient, but in a human way. Mm -hmm. So eventually, if, if, if there is a driver, maybe autonomous cars will not pick up the phone. Maybe. I'm not sure it's going to be that great, but let's see. You need to have somebody over the phone and, and you know, vent a little bit or, or compliment them a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's part of being a human, I guess. A human interaction. We need it. Uh, it's, it's a whole interesting conversation around the importance of communication. It, it has not gone away, and nor will it ever. Potentially, uh, it, like, it gets a different form. I mean, it transforms itself to more chats. We definitely use more chats than than, than phone system these days. Um, is it a different, you know, way to communicate? Definitely. Is it a, a, an evolution? Probably. Probably the text messaging is a, uh, is an evolution. Maybe all these emojis that happens these days uh, are are the evolution of that. I don't know what's going to be next, but it's all forms of communication. And I don't care about the vehicle too much. I care about the essence. The essence is me needing to speak with you to create something greater. 
even with an Uber driver, the greater thing is me going to a party and you taking me there, man. We, we are like, this is synergy. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is what I mean when I say communication. If you had to provide a word of advice to a, a uh, service-based CEO of a field service business in today's world that, that they're in, uh, what kind of advice would you provide? The single most important thing is customer service. You can be a lousy locksmith, you can be a lousy plumber, you cannot be a, a lousy customer service guy. Because once you do that, doesn't matter how great you are, nobody's going to forgive you. You can have faults here and there, right? Like you can have these issues. I mean, we all have them. I mean, you're not at your best or every day. But yeah. if you have a great customer service, you'll be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Now, these days, reviews are the most powerful uh, weapon that consumers have. And they use it, use it almost every day. And usually they use it for the bad side. They don't like to praise you. Only if happen, you know, shit, shitty things happen, they're going to go on Google reviews and, and you know, spread Let everyone know. I mean, they're going to do stuff that you don't like. And guess what? People are going to look at this reviews and not going to get your services anymore. So again, it's, it's a, you know, revolving door. You give a good customer service, better customers are coming, wanting your service and so on. And of course, vice versa. So if, the, if you were to invest in any kind of technology, it better be helping with customer service, with, with that communication, with that Definitely. facilitation, with, with the customer. customers wants to be heard. They want to vent. In most cases, they don't want to give you better review. But if they find it is the last resort, this is exactly what they're going to do. To be able to get reviews, positive reviews, you because you, you touched on that that fact, we don't naturally go out of our way to give someone a positive review, unless like you're just really feeling it. So how, how do you keep that up? How do you keep the, the, the positive stuff coming in, not just negative? It's a, it's a great question. And it's very much like sales. Uh, you already have a no. So you should ask, right? Um, what we uh, train our, our uh, customers, uh, this is what we do over webinars and also on, on, in our own onboarding sessions, is to use a lot of automation uh, during the process of, of building your relationship with clients. So they pick up the phone, they get a job, you, you go and do the job, that's great. Uh, once everything is done and everybody are happy, just send them a text message. I mean, it should be very nice. Your review really helped me to grow the business. I would appreciate uh, uh, you uh, clicking here and give me like five stars. And you know what? Most people will just say, he did a good job. Why wouldn't I? Mm -hmm. Uh, But they need to be led to that. They, in most cases, they will not do it voluntarily. I mean, we analyzed tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of reviews lately. And guess what? Most of the reviews are bad. And usually it's not about the job itself. It's about the experience. I mean, he didn't speak that nicely to me. He, He promised this and he gave me that. He didn't pick up the phone after the job. It's like the frustra- frustrating things that, that shouldn't happen between you know, a business and a customer. For you guys, where have you seen the biggest role or impact that your, your product has, has played in, in, this, in this space? So due to the fact that we came from you know, uh, what we call the concrete and iron, and you know, we, we've been there, we suffered there. Uh, we understood uh, very early in the days that, um, that anything uh, from very much like sales, by the way, when somebody has some sort of a request, you need to pick up the phone right now. So we've created a system that basically uh, uh, gives you most possibilities of, of an answer. 
So we created like a help desk center or a virtual command center that when a phone, come, phone comes in, the entire team's phone number, uh, phone uh, uh, devices uh, start ringing. And then first come, first serve. And guess what? If you have a broken pipe and nobody's answering, you're going to call the competitor immediately. This is exactly like that in sales, but in sales, you might have, you know, more leverage with field service and specifically on demand. It's not the case. You're just going to, you know, close the job with, with the first guy who's going to, give, uh, going to pick up the phone. Uh, we, we're doing more than that. We are automating the part where, okay, you, you went to the toilet, God forbid, right? It happens. You didn't pick up the phone. Uh, the system basically says, hey, you, you got to draw the plumber. Uh, click one, uh, you know, hit, hit one if, you, if it's an emergency. And then say, okay, I'm not available right now. I'm going to get back to you in a few minutes. Just leave me a message and I'm going to, you know, reply to you right now. The system basically what it does, it takes the voicemail, okay? Uh, and remember, I'm sitting in the car most of the day. The jobs are really quick. Most of the day you're spending your car. You don't have time to listen to voicemails. So we transcribe it. We extract entities and we push them into the CRM, you can call it, automatically. And basically, within a single click, you can actually see the job and navigate to that. Okay, we extract address, and it's really accurate. Machine learning is really good these days. And the client gets a response immediately. You know, take it to no workies. You basically need to listen to the voicemail. If, if you even figure it out, okay, you need to write it down on the paper, and you're driving, right? And you need to, to copy the number from the paper to the phone and, and phone the, the client. This is the dangerous uh, zone, right? You're in a danger zone right now. And with us, it's just a single click. And that's, I mean, it's a small... It's a simple and, thing, but it, yet it's so yeah. monumentous because it's in the moment, be able to click on something and take action versus having to wait or write or do something yes. dangerous while you're driving. Uh, I'll tell you a secret. Our, our clients are really mad when we not, don't get the address accurately. Okay, and we have like 98% success rate over there. When our clients are complaining about that, I know I won. Because only two out of 100 uh, thought that this wasn't a good idea. But in most cases, I mean, they, they, have, they forgot how it was before. We forgot how to order a taxi back in the days. We have Uber this way, right? Uh -huh. We are getting lazier. And this is good. I mean, it's more efficient. It's, it's like being, uh, being a, new, a new age person. That's fine. Uh, this is exactly what we're trying to achieve. We know that these guys work very hard and we're trying to give them the technology in a simple way. What about people who are concerned or afraid to give such an automated system a control of their business? What if they miss something, you get it wrong, where people are like, no, no, I just like my pen and paper. I just like the way things are done. Why would I want to switch to this whole fandangled technology thing? So I just asked him a few questions, like uh, how many times this week you got the address wrong when you picked up the phone and you wrote it on a paper? And you will be surprised to see that about, I don't know, four or five jobs a week, which is a lot. I mean, if, if a job is 400 bucks, it's a lot of money. What happened? What happened when you get it wrong? They say, well, we need to call the client. I said, but you, you, you got the wrong number. So what do you do? So I start, I'm starting to looking for it in, in my, you know, uh, previous calls. And I got, but I got like tens of, tens of minutes. And, and they figure out that they're, uh, you know, in, in the balance of risk and opportunity, the opportunity is much, much higher. And the risk of, of, uh, of what we call uh, being in the same status is much bigger these days. And if you're not going to do that, your competitors definitely will. And if they're going to be quicker than you, you lost. So that's how we do that, basically. It's, it's the, it's the, it's the trade-off of, of 
quick, you, you probably are making the same mistakes. You just don't realize it. But be, having a system in place allows you to track a lot better. And that's the biggest thing is if you're having so many things coming in, be able to track it. As far as where you guys are headed, what can you speak to as like uh, upcoming updates or, or the roadmap of what you're excited about and can share? So WorkIs just uh, raised uh, the, uh, around B. Of uh, 13 million dollars, we totally uh, uh, total we we raised 20 million dollars so far. Uh, we're in the startup world for about two and a half years, but beforehand we've been uh, a small shop, basically bootstrapping. So we experienced everything. I mean, uh, creating a small shop which is very successful, and right now rapid uh, growth. So we will continue our rapid growth. We see a great success in every aspect. Gartner thinks that we're the most uh, uh, comprehensive and easiest tool uh, uh, that exists today, which is great. And this is by, you know, only by our customers. We didn't ask them. We didn't even ask them to do to say that. Um, and, you know, I always say it, it's within the name. We will make work easy. I mean, work shouldn't be hard. Work should be fun. We should take all the, you know, annoying, tedious things that you do and vanish them. And, and this is the goal, basically, to create a system that operates your business allow you to be in control, allow you to get more jobs. And you know what? Most importantly, get paid. That is the most important. When it, when it comes down to it, get, get paid and make sure customers are happy, leaving those positive reviews. So Definitely. I mean, you, you're that. getting paid and you're getting more paid if you're leaving customers happy. It's like a byproduct of each other. It is. Well, I, I appreciate you, you sharing this breakdown. For those that want to learn more, you can get a, a free trial. Go to work iz.com that's what it is workiz.com and be able to check out more of their platform for those that are curious more about uh, Didi's background and his history we're going to have a part two of our interview discussion which is his journey that's been on and now being able to be ceo of, of work is so stick around for part two of our discussion thanks again though for this uh Didi, for your time and we'll see you guys on the next episode that concludes the audio version of this episode to see the original and more visit our uptech report youtube channel if you know a tech company we should interview, you can nominate them at uptechreport.com. Or if you just prefer to listen, make sure you're subscribed to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app.